0: This is the last Monday of 2023. The last podcast episode to come out for 2023. Okay, this year went by so fast though. I feel like like I distinctly remember watching the ball drop for 2023 and being like, "Oh my gosh, 2023." Like I felt I feel like that was last month. So this has been crazy. But because 2024 is coming up, It is the time for, you know, New Year's resolutions. It's just going into the new year. It's like, you know, you've finished a chapter, you're ready to enter a new chapter. And so I want to talk about New Year's resolutions, habits, goal setting, and how you can use all of those things for yourself and actually be successful. You can set New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, you can start new habits, and you can actually be successful in achieving them research shows that about approximately half of americans make new year's resolutions but only eight percent actually achieve them and in february as many as eighty percent of new year's resolutions will have been abandoned gone so people are not following through on on these things that they're setting for themselves and today I'm going to go into why I think it's not something people fall through with, and also how we can become a part of that 8% that actually do finish and that actually do reach their goals. So let's get into that. I first want to start off by talking about some New Year's resolution pitfalls. The things that I think set us up for, I don't want to say failure, but Set us up for not following through with what we want. Maybe some like negative mindset things and just other things that I think make it difficult. And if we can, you know, get these out of our lives, (laughs) get these negative mindsets out, I think it'll be so much easier to accomplish your New Year's goals. So the first one is the all or nothing mentality. If I don't achieve X, I'm a failure. If I don't, if I'm only successful. You know, I'm only successful once I achieve X. That mentality, the all or nothing, really just makes it really hard, really hot, cold, really black and white. And it's not like that at all. You know, once you slip up, if you slip up, because it's bound to happen, like with New Year's goals and resolutions and habits, like you're bound to accidentally miss a day you're bound to, you know, make a mistake or slip up or even just have life get in the way. It's bound to happen. And if that happens and when it does, this all or nothing mentality really makes it easy for you to feel discouraged or for you to feel like, oh, you know what? I missed that one day. I'm already failing. I'm already, you know, doing X, Y, Z wrong. And that's really not helpful because it's just not true. If you slip up or if you make a mistake or if, You know you don't achieve the goal that doesn't mean you're a failure if you tried your hardest and you learned something about yourself along the way and you you know implemented habits and you were working really hard and you didn't give up that is so much that is not a failure that is still a success and i know that might sound like cheesy or whatever but it's really true and honestly goal setting is different for every single person Maybe you set a goal for yourself that was too, too hard. And that's actually one of my next points, being overly um, ambitious with your goals. That's another point. But the thing is, it's like maybe you set a goal for yourself for the end of the year and by the end of the year, you realize that that goal was really just unattainable for 365 days. Maybe that's something you'd want to add to like a five-year plan. But just because you didn't achieve it doesn't mean you're a failure because you still you know, implemented a fitness routine or you still meditated three times a week for the whole year, like just because you don't finish the end goal or even if you slip up and make a mistake, that doesn't mean you're a failure. That all or nothing mentality has got to go because it's just not it. It is not the truth. And so, you know, learning about yourself, discovering what does and doesn't work, what does and doesn't motivate you and all these other little nuances is still a win. And not to say that you shouldn't, you know, reach your goal or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that all or nothing mentality has got to go. And the other thing I just mentioned, too, that I think is a pitfall is being overly ambitious with your mindset. It's really unsustainable to keep up with, first of all. Like if you, you know, if you set an unsustainable one-year goal, something that's just, to like it's something you could accomplish but at the cost of like feeling really stressed or you know not having any time to do anything else other than x or whatever like those types of things can lead you to being burnt out and can lead you to feeling overwhelmed and stressed and things like that like it's better to have a gradual sustainable supportive system of, like, habitual behavior to reach a goal than to just jump right in and try to conquer the biggest, baddest goal that you can muster. Like, it's better to to gradually reach up to it, and that's how it, that's the healthiest way to do it. It's kind of like lifting weights. Like, let's say you want to, like, bench press, like, 250 or something. I, for me, that's a lot, Um, but <laughs> I think it is. I'm, like, so bad at the weight thing. Um, Let's say you want to bench press 250. You can't just, like, jump in the gym as a newbie and like just go bench it unless you're super strong but you have to like work up to it you have to build up Maybe start off with a lower weight and then you build up to a higher weight and then eventually you reach 250 so it's like setting an end of the year goal to reach something that's like gonna take longer um can can lead you to kind of bailing out within the first one or two months because you just feel so overwhelmed by all these goals you've set that are just really really high for one year or too much and it needs to be more more gradual and I also want to talk about just this negative mindset that's the the emphasis of goals over habits so goals are really important to you know care about because it's something you're striving for it's something you want for yourself it's something you deserve. But there's usually the emphasis on hitting the goal, but habit building and everything else is kind of left in in the background. Like you don't really pay attention to it. It's like I want to hit the goal. I want to hit the goal. If I don't hit the goal, the all the um all or nothing mindset. You know, if I don't hit the goal, I'm X Y Z. If I don't, I'm. It's a bad thing. But also remembering that everything that comes with hitting the goal is extremely important. And I just wanted to mention that again. Um, So the overly ambitious mindset, the all or nothing mindset, also the lack of being specific with your goals, I think can be a pitfall, you know, like saying, I want to read more or I want to, you know, eat healthy foods. Like that's really hard to measure and it's really hard to take actionable steps, To reach those goals because they're really just not specific and so you know they're not actionable you know it's difficult to know exactly what you need to do Um, they're difficult to measure and it's just it also is a lack of accountability because it's just really vague it can seem more like an aspiration than a practical real-world target for yourself and with no target to aim for you're not really accountable for keeping up with habits or building habits. So those are some of the big pitfalls that I think are at least a few of the reasons why eighty percent of New Year's resolutions are abandoned by February. I think it's because we can be really harsh with an all or nothing mentality. We can be really overly ambitious and strive too far for one year. I think making a five year plan it can be good for like just in general, but for the 365 days for the one year, you want to make sure that you are the medium between you know lazy's on one side and then burnt out is on the other, and you gotta find that good medium because you don't want to be so lazy that you're like you know not following through with your goals or whatever, um, but you also don't want to be like you know pushing so hard that you're burnt out and then in turn also accomplish not your goals. So you wanna have that healthy medium and we're also gonna discuss that today. So now I wanna get into strategies for effective resolutions and effective goal setting and habit making and all of that stuff. What are some strategies that you can implement to make sure that you are part of the 8% that get it done? So first ask yourself a few questions. Ask yourself, journal, I think writing down your feelings and making this also like a self-discovery process is really helpful if you use this opportunity to find more about yourself. Like you're you're working towards these habits, you're working towards these goals, and you can also figure out about yourself, figure out more things about yourself along the way. So journal down what really motivates you. What brings you the most joy in your life? Have you had trouble with resolutions in the past and What made you give up on them? What would you do differently this time? What worked well? Kind of get like a baseline for where you're at. And think about hobbies, future career, sports, little and big things that you would love for yourself as a whole for this year. How can you begin to tackle these things this year? And so set your goals and your New Year's resolutions according to the answers to these questions and according to how you feel. And... I also want to say before we get into everything that you are in control right now. You have to keep yourself in check with these goals. It's your job to stick up for future for your future self. So, like, if you set a fitness goal, you know, in the middle of the year of 2024, you might realize that your goal that you set, you know, was actually too much for fitness. Like, you know, you've been doing your research, you've been working out, and you realize, you know what, this goal I set is really just too far too much for a year. I need to tone it down a little because I can actually accomplish this goal if I tone it down because the goal I've set is just unreasonable for a year. Maybe for two years it's reasonable and appropriate, but for a year it's not. You know you best. So, like, if you set a goal and you realize that you overshot it, you can tone it down. But also know that if you're toning it down because you're just giving up or because you're just not feeling like doing it anymore, that's not good for your future self because you should... You should strive for it. So again, that boundary and that medium between being, you know, a little lazy or too, you know, burnt out, you got to find that median that's good for you and that's going to work and that pushes you and you do have to work for it, but also not to the point where you're like burnt out and exhausted and stressed. So let's talk about building habits. Building the necessary habits to improve your life and reach your goals for 2024. Some habit-building tips that I have. So now that you've had like your resolutions or you figure out your resolutions, it's time to figure out how you can tackle them and what you can do to prepare and get ready to tackle your New Year resolutions. And I think this all starts with habit-building. You know, you have a goal. Now, what can I do in my weekly life, in my day-to-day life, and, you know, my life monthly to reach this goal? What are some habits I can implement? And also just habits you can implement to better your life just in general. So I think one of the biggest tips that I learned was that building a habit on top of an existing one. So it's like, let's say you wake up in the morning and you have a cup of coffee every morning. Well, with that cup of coffee, you're gonna read a book or you're gonna read five pages a day of your book maybe that's one of your goals to read more like building a habit on top of an existing one so I think morning routines and bedtime routines are kind of the most common so you know maybe your bedtime routine is you always shower at like seven o'clock well what if you work out and then shower or you do your you do yoga and then you shower and that's like building on top of an existing habit can really help get that rhythm down, and it's just a technique you can try to implement. Another thing that I think is really helpful for habit building and keeping up with consistency is thinking about what may be holding you back and like a little self-evaluation I think can be really helpful because I found that when I go to work out, if I tell myself, okay, go work out, it's not it doesn't really motivate me, but if I tell myself that I'm training, suddenly I feel more like active to do it. That's just like I don't I don't really know how to explain it. It's like when I tell myself go work out, it it just feels like I'm stuck where I am, but if I'm training, it's like an action. And I'm working towards something. Working out just seems stagnant. Training seems like I'm training for X, Y, Z. And like that gives me that oomph of like motivation. So that's something I did on my own. I encourage you to do that. Maybe there's a word that's holding you back. Like word shifting can, can be holding you back. I don't know if that makes sense. But changing your phrases and your words to something that motivates you. Maybe everything motivates you already, but try it out to see maybe, like, different phrases or words for defining what you're going to do can make it easier, if that makes sense. So doing, like, a self-evaluation for building your habits, too. um, There's this quote by Kelly McGonigal that says, the best way to improve your self-control is to see how and why you lose control. And so, again, with, like, those questions that you should ask yourself in the beginning thinking about what's holding you back, what has held you back in the past, and what that can do. Also, thinking about um, planning for when you might miss a day or when something might get in your way or when life will overwhelm you and you'll miss your workout. Plan for how you're going to come back from that. It's bound to happen. There's going to be a day where, something doesn't go right. It's just, it's just life. It might not even be your fault. Life happens. And so plan for what you're going to do when this happens. Like, what are you going to do when a day happens where you don't work out? Are you going to, you know, fall apart with negative self-talk? Or, you know, what's the goal? What's the strategy for recovering from that and moving forward? What are some daily emergencies that are likely to pull you off course? How can you bounce back? How can you plan around these issues? What might come up that might get in your way? And plan that out now while you're all motivated for 2024. Plan that out now. And then you can bounce back or at least how quickly can you bounce back? So really asking yourself these questions and doing this self-evaluation, you know, writing down your goals and writing down the new habits you want to implement can really clarify them So you can get clear on what you want. And I think that's really important. Um, Also focus on improving what you're already doing. What worked in 2023? What helped you? And apply that to 2024. You can carry that over. And think about what went well in 2023 and how can I improve it further? And especially when it comes to the habits and goals and like building this foundation, foundation make specific and memorable, measurable goals. Goals that you can look at and know exactly what you need to do to reach them, exactly what they mean, what they are, not just I want to eat healthy or I want to read more because those aren't measurable. There's a really big importance on clear, actionable, measurable objectives. And you can also set benchmarks for yourself. So you have your goal. It's clear. It's, it's you know what it is. <laughs> it's not vague. And then set some benchmarks. So by the end of the year, I will accomplish X. Six months into 2024, I want to accomplish X. Three months into 2024, I will accomplish X. That way you can kind of measure and track your growth and measure and track your progress and see how far you're coming along. See if you're on track and also see, oh wow, like I overshot this by a lot. I need to tone down this goal. Like for example, I wanna learn a new language. I don't really know if it's feasible for me to be fluent in French by the end of 2024. Like in terms of the amount of time I have to put into it, I don't think that's possible. So if I set a goal to, you know, know French six months into 2024, I'm going to probably be like, okay, Lee, you overshot that. Let's put learning French into your five-year plan and let's just have it be like, learn, you know, be sort of semi-fluent in it or, you know, look at what your schedule is going to be like and try to figure out how much you think you can learn. Stuff like that, you know. Think about what's working, think about what's not working, set the benchmarks. And then, you know, when I'm three months or six months into 2024 and I'm looking at my goal to know French by the end of 2024, I'll probably be like, okay, that needs to tone down a little because that's stressing me out. I don't have time to put five hours into French a day. I don't have time. So, stuff like that, reevaluate as you go and know that you can reevaluate. You know, your goals aren't, they don't have to be set in stone. They are... You can change them. You can fluctuate them. But the point that I want to make too is that once you know all these things, the goal you set will be the right goal and you won't have to worry about, you know, maybe it's too... Maybe I overshot it. Maybe I undershot it. Maybe it's too easy. You know, by the end of this, this episode, you'll know, like, what will work, what will not work and finding that balance for yourself. So even though you will, it's still, you know, a possibility I know that I tend to go the over-ambitious route and push myself too hard. So that's kind of what I'm going to be having to work on this year. But I just want to say that in terms of strategies for these effective resolutions, start by asking yourself some questions. That's a great strategy. Journaling, figuring out what worked last year, what didn't work last year, what you want, why you want it. Write all that down, and that's a really great strategy for getting clear, which goes hand-in-hand with having those clear, measurable resolutions and goals and habits. They need to be clear-cut clear and defined. That's a really great strategy because I think the reason why a lot of people don't follow through with these goals is because they're just not clear enough, and you can't take action or accountability or measure a goal that's just not clear. So, those two things, especially Um, building a habit on top of an existing one. Just keep that in your back pocket. Keep that in your mind for when you go to implement these habits. Build them on top of an an existing one. And do that self-evaluation. And again, remember, maybe some words or phrases aren't working for you. I know for me, saying I'm going to work out just doesn't work for me. I don't like it. If I say I'm going to go train, I think it's because it's like an action training working towards something that motivates me so think about like maybe when you hear a phrase or a word it's just you don't like it you can change it you can you can change the words that might be holding you back you know words that just might not work for you or those phrases that just might not be motivating for you and changing them because for me, it's working out. I don't like that word. I like training. I like the word training. It just motivates me more. And so do the same. Apply it to your situation and see if it works. And again, don't expect to fail. I'm not saying to expect to fail, but I do want to say to plan for the future and know that mishaps do happen. Again, you're not a failure for accidentally missing a day. You're not a failure for, you know, missing something or not doing something perfect. You are human. You are bound to have a day where something gets in the way. It happens. It's not, you know, it's not failure. It's just a mishap. And how can you bounce back from that? Because mishaps can often feel like failures, but they're not. And so plan for that mishap that might happen, and say, okay, if there's a day where I miss a workout because of X, Y, Z, the plan is to make up for it on the weekend, or to, you know, da, da 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 da, or you know, maybe I'm gonna work out with a gym buddy or something to make it more fun, and they'll hold they'll hold me accountable. I'll hold them accountable. You can work that out and plan for that in the future, and I think. Those things, along with writing things down again and asking yourself questions and doing a self evaluation, I think all of those things are great strategies for these effective resolutions and all of that. I also have one more thing that I wrote down that I didn't say, but I'm going to say it anyway. So, changing these bad thought patterns. One of the, I was doing some research on this topic and I really loved this. It said, changing bad thought patterns from, I'm not good at this, but if I work at it, I will improve. Adding the but, like, oh, this sucks, but it's always hard in the beginning. It won't be that hard if I just keep pushing. Use that as an effective strategy, saying the word but. Like, oh, I'm going to work out. I hate this. I feel so unmotivated, but... If I just keep going and I keep pushing through, it's all going to be okay. Like, again, with the words, you know, like rephrasing them and changing them for something that's going to work and motivate you. And so those were the resolution pitfalls that I went over, the all or nothing mentality, the overly ambitious mindset, lack of specifics in your goals, and then strategies for effective resolutions asking yourself questions you know building habits on top of an existing one journaling self-evaluation getting out of negative thought patterns all of those things as well as making specific and measurable goals and so those are the first two parts for getting into this now i want to talk about techniques for sustainable change as well as maintaining this momentum so Once you figure out these goals and these habits that you want to implement, keeping that momentum, keeping that motivation, and being able to finish out 2024 feeling accomplished, motivated, ready for it, and all of those things. So this was part one of this episode. If you wait for next Monday, I will have part two out where I talk about the techniques for sustainable change as well as maintaining momentum. So, right now, I want you to go journal, figure out what you want, and kind of get yourself out of these negative mindsets, and then I will be back because I can't finish this episode right now because I have to pick up my baby brother from school. So, yeah. So, I'm going to release the other half um, this upcoming Monday. Um, uh, Yeah. Whatever. It's okay. But... (laughs) I'm kind of a mess this week. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the holidays being here, I have family in town. I am all over the place. So, this episode will be out next Monday with the rest of the stuff in it. (laughs) I've got all these notes. So much advice. But anyway, I think it's really important to take time to think through the back process of these goals again like finding your base you know asking yourself these questions you know figuring out what you're going to do if something happens how are you going to bounce back from a mishap taking out this all or nothing mentality and this overambitious mindset take a week take some time to think about what you want for your life you know what do you want for this new year where do you want to grow all of these things, take some time to think about them and really reflect. You know, this isn't something you have to do, you know, on New Year's Day for an hour or for 30 minutes. If you want 2024 to be, you know, just, I don't want to say perfect because it's its never perfect. But if you want it to go as smoothly as possible, you have to put in that prep work. And I think understanding these pitfalls and you know, figuring out strategies and affecting strategies is that prep work. And that's really important. And so I hope this episode helps. You can also do some of your own research. Look up, you know, articles or some videos, maybe make a vision board. Do that prep work because it's your solid foundation for this new year. And think about what you want. Think about those habits. And then I will be back with these techniques for sustainable change and how to maintain momentum and that's going to be also kind of like a happy new year motivation for the first week of the new year and so even if you've already done a ton of research and you already know where you want to what you want to do and everything still come back because it is going to be new year's resolution go time i'm going to have some motivational pep talk for you to talk you through this and if you're listening on spotify Check out the Q&A and let me know what some of your New Year's resolutions are. And I will give you a shout out in the next episode and say, whoever said that they want to do XYZ, you got this. This is my advice for you. So I will do that. And yes, I hope this helped. Stay tuned for part two that's coming out this upcoming Monday. And if you liked this episode or you like the show, please follow and leave a rating or review. That would really mean so much to me. And you can also check out the podcast Instagram at Take a Step Back underscore Podcast. And you can also check out my personal Instagram at Lee underscore Dot lefevre. But most importantly, I hope that this helped in some way, and that you feel more motivated for the new year. Again, I encourage you to go get a notebook, go get a pen and pad, and start thinking about these resolutions. You deserve so much for your life. You deserve all good things. I keep tripping over my words. But you deserve all good things. You deserve love, happiness, joy. You are worthy. And I really hope that you can set some awesome New Year's resolutions, some awesome goals, and I fully believe that you can do it. And so... I hope you took some notes throughout this episode. Um, Go back, take some notes, and get on your grind. This is going to be an awesome year, 2024. You have so much headed for you, and I will see you in the next episode. Have a good day. Bye.